Hello, this is Norma Sheehan from the Heal Your Hole podcast, asking you to heal my hole for a change. The hole in my pocket. It's just a small one-off payment, no subscriptions, takes 30 seconds to do apparently. So you need to follow the support this show link in the show description. And every payment increases my healing power. So I can continue to tend to your lazy holes, hairy holes, needy holes, itchy holes, money holes, smelly holes, arseholes. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to episode number 41 of the Heal Your Whole podcast with myself, Norma Sheehan, where we will look at all the various holes in your life, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, financial, comical, sexual, and we give them all a good thing to. Last week we did Healthy Hole and we spoke to Mairead McCabe in Select Stores in Dawkey. She gave us great tips to be healthy and get immune boosters and mood boosters during this shitty time. And this week we are doing Wheelchairs, The Whole Story. And this is with Laura Leeson. Um, if you want to know more about Laura and her blog, go to Laura's Life on Wheels um, on Instagram. It is fascinating. She is, anyway, I'll let her tell her story, but she is the perfect balance of just someone with a zest for life, but is honest about her frustrations with life. She has cerebral palsy. Um, she is a wheelchair user. She has... Uh, chronic arthritis and yes she gets on with it she has a job she has uh, she's studying she's yeah she's just she'd put everyone to shame so um, yeah here is my story with Laura thank you so much for taking my call and I'm really sorry if if the lunatics if the lunatics around the house here start banging on the door or anything sorry about that you're obviously at home at the moment yeah 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 you've spent a lot of the last 12 months at home yeah, since March. Yeah. Like, and she started off with two weeks, and then two weeks has turned into what is now 10 months. So, it's been tough. Yeah. And you had kind of just started a really interesting vlog at the start of last year on Instagram. Um, yeah. Before we ever knew about COVID. Yeah, it's just like, I, I felt like I had, like, stories to tell before even pandemic like pre-pandemic and just stuff that was going on in my life that I felt people like would be interested in or I needed to hear or you know yeah yeah just day-to-day stuff that was going on in my life yeah and you're we won't give away your age but you're in your 30s aren't you yeah yeah, yeah. and you're clear as crystal um conversation wise but obviously you're difficulty is physical movement so that's the area of disability for you is it yeah um i've been i have cerebral palsy yep that's my main disability so like that would be primarily movements and that's when i'm in i use a power chair to get around okay and has it got worse over the years or have you had loads of physio to try and keep the movement as good as possible I can to try and keep every like as good as I can be, but I mean the chair will always be has always been and will always be part of my life. Like okay, so you've always had a chair from um 
Yeah. Right, okay. I would say I was about five when I got my first chair. Probably about ten when I got my first chair. Okay. And it's great that you can communicate. I know, I'm God, I'm really yeah. looking for positives here. But at least you can shout and roar at people. Um, it's great to have such a strong voice. No, it is, like, because there's plenty of people that don't, aren't in that mic position who can't, you know, voice their own opinions yeah. and speak for themselves. And do you ever find because you're in a chair that people kind of presume you're not as intelligent as you actually are and that you might be able to buy and sell them on an intellectual front <laughs> yeah I think like there's definitely a perception out there like in the employment world anyway like that you know you're in a disc or you're in a chair or have a disability and you can't work like you're kind of limited to what you can do kind of thing yeah okay and and I've always tried to challenge that as much as I could Okay, obviously in the last year, work is a major problem, but what was your, like say, what's your favourite job to date or your favourite training? What's your preferred area? Um, like, like, I think I've just naturally gone towards the admin kind of side of things and like, I, I just, like I'm organisational, that kind of, like being a bit of transport management in the job I was doing, that kind of thing. I think I've got good organisational skills. Yeah, you'd be you'd be rubbish you you'd be rubbish at stacking shelves now in fairness, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't see I couldn't see that working out. I think there'd be more there'd be more stuff on the floor than there would be stacked on the shelves. That said, though, I've noticed that you find ways around things. So if that was your job, there'd be some little mini forklift you'd find to come out of the side of your chair um, that you'd get from some occupational therapist. I'd get some engineer somewhere to to build me something. Absolutely. What are the most most fascinating items you've you've come across? God, I don't know, anything from Um, bikes to technology to straws to whatever... (laughs) I use a lot of assistive technology. Um, Alexa has been brilliant for me. She'll probably start talking now in the background the second I say her name. But um, it's been brilliant. I have my TV hooked up to it. I have my lights hooked up to it. Like, um, basically, everything I use is controlled by my waist. Like, technology is improving all the time. So when you were in your twenties, we didn't have no. we didn't have anything like that, Alexa. And God, even I presume even ordering food online, can you order delivery? Yeah, none of that. Like everything was done by phone, by money, by actual physical cash. Yeah, yeah. Which again would be hard for me. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, the world has changed so much. And just say, forget about COVID for a second. Yeah, yeah. How much um, personal assistance did you need? We'll say, be, say in your twenties now, when when you, when there wasn't Alexa and pre-COVID and all that. How many hours a day would you need of family or friends or PAs to help you through a normal day? I, I can. I wouldn't put it in the hours really. I say like I basically need every, help with every kind of need that you could think of from personal care to gone to bed, getting up in the morning, everything. So. Okay. And what, what if, like, yeah, what? Once I'm open in my chair, I'm grand, but everything about, about that. 
Okay. I need help with it and I'll, I always will. So if someone is with you for an hour and they get you set up in the morning, you know, done all your bits, um, you even bathroom food, you're then isolated for, you know, you're set up for three hours or X amount of hours. Yeah, I would go four hours would be when my max would get me kind of before I need help again kind of thing. Yeah. So how frustrated do you get when you're 20 minutes into one of those situations and there's just an emergency? You're going, oh, no, can't re- oh, yeah, can't do it. It's probably like the disability itself in society doesn't bother me. Like you get used to that so quickly. Yeah. It just becomes part of your life. But I think the physical side of it, that dependency, it has to, it is one of the most, you know, frustrating parts of it. Yeah, and you have a sister, don't you, Sarah? She's younger than you? Yeah, she, yeah she's younger. Yeah, she, and was she meant to get married last year? She was. She unfortunately got caught up in the COVID wedding situation. Um, so that's been put back for another little while. Right, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's sad, but again, you're not allowed to complain. Yeah. It's like first world problems. Get over yourself, which is, which is <laughs> tough. And are your parents looking forward to that wedding when it finally happens? They are, yeah. We're hoping that towards the end of this year and hopefully we'll get more numbers than we had or than we previously Yeah, okay, okay, okay. And um, when do you see yourself being able to go back to work again? I know... At, I, the, I, moment, mm. at the moment, I'm aiming for the date that we've kind of agreed on is kind of late, oh, um, late April. Right. That's being vaccinated and everything. Are you on, Are you on top of the list for vaccination or are you struggling um, to get up the list? I would be, like, I have a fairly good GP, so she would be pushing fairly hard to get yeah. as much priority as possible. Okay, okay. Um, so, I don't know, maybe April is my aim. Latest June, I would say. You know. And then if you get vaccinated, because you do get on a bus, don't you? Can you get back on a bus then? Or does someone have to drive you around? Or can you work from home? I can't work from home. The job I have, it's, as I said, it's kind of transport management and admin and that kind of thing. I really need to be there to kind of see what's going on. In terms of transport, I have my own van and my PA is driving me. And um, so I'm looking that way. The odd time I have to use public transport, but that's not really an issue at the moment. Um, I'm looking enough in that way. Yeah. And would you prefer if you could work from home, if you had a job that could work from home, or do you just need to get out for sanity and for the particular type of job it is, you'd have to be there anyway? Um, no. Um, like, work is always one about getting out for me. Yeah. And the, the social interaction around the sanity yeah like I can I can even feel myself changing in yeah, the last few I, I don't know you very well Laura at all but I would say yeah, yeah. I, I'd say you're a messer are you a, a bit of crack in the workplace yeah well we get on like I've worked with these guys for the last 10 years so brilliant we get on really well and we know each other really well so and how are they all doing are they is that particular workplace open or shut at the moment it's kind of staggered. It's open and it's closed with the lockdown, and then it's going on kind of scouting staff. That it's not fully open. Okay, uh, how's how's your joints and stuff in the last year? Is there a reduction in 
um, assistance from physiotherapy and stuff like that for your movement? Um, is yeah, it, physio, yeah. OT, um, seating needs, they've all kind of, they're still there, but they're remote, they're doing everything by phone and by, okay. you know, okay. you're not actually physically getting seen. Because I've never had Botox myself, but I have heard yeah. that botulism, I can't remember the full name for it, but it's it's very helpful for... Or pronunciation of What's the full name again? Botulium toxin. Right. And that's like gold to you, is it? That really helps your muscles. Um. Yeah, it does. Now it's it's different to somebody getting it for like um, you know, cosmetic. Let's say. Um. But yeah, it does have its its medical uses as well. Yeah, I mean, it was originally in, invented for medical reasons for muscle tremors and muscle relaxants. But yeah. it's yeah, it's obviously taken on a world of its own. <laughs> Yeah, so people joke with me all the time. Can you not say something like that for for my face or whatever? Bring it home. <laughs> yeah, and do you um do you feel the benefits of it though when you do get a dose of it? If you yeah, it takes about six weeks, and then you get about maybe maybe four months out of it. Fantastic. But it's worth it. Great. But, um, you're just you're limited to how much you can get, so you know. Am I right that if you got too much of it, the effect wouldn't work or that it would just be bad for you? Um, yeah, I think it's a bit of both. The effect wouldn't work and it's just too much in your system. Okay. And just from an arthritis point of view, my um, my mother died two years ago and she had rheumatoid from the oh. age of 26. And I saw her struggle her whole life with her bones burning out and her joints. Yeah. And really, really tough stuff. Oh, horrible. Yeah, yeah, um, metatrexate and a lot of different medications to try and get through. Are you finding it difficult with the joints or are they okay? The fact that I'm in the wheelchair kind of all day, like coping up to 14 hours a day, um, you know, it's, it doesn't help it either. Yeah. Are there any natural things you can take? Like, is there hemp oil or is there... Um, I've tried hemp oil, yeah. Hemp oil can work out. Yeah, it does work. It works really well I think it's just again a balancing act and yeah find something that you know will work and now I think what you should get is maybe sponsored by our you know where you could endorse the hemp oil and turmeric if they could get you um and there's some there's some other oil as well there's a few different things that can really help and I mean you probably wouldn't mind being a little guinea pig for these things as well, just to give them a try. If you were in a lot of pain, you'd try oh, anything. Like, I mean, anything's worth a try at this stage. Yeah. Or, you know, really. Because I think I've, I've tried every pharmaceutical, you know, medicine on the market. Yeah. And everything works for a while, but then you, you just need, you just need alternatives, don't you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I also feel very strongly that you are um you're a fantastic because you've such a great voice um and people who are listening to you would presume asha what she gone on about but then when people would see you physically struggle they might presume like have you ever been taken advantage of we'll say with someone being mean to you because you're in a chair like have you ever been taken advantage of in in a nasty way oh i think i've been very lucky like in good in the way i've been treated like Great, you know, great. I can't say I've come up against anything too, too terrible or too, too, you know. Yeah. Too mean. 
Like you get the odd person who who talks to a PA instead of talking to you, or you know that kind of thing. But right, I mean, I think that that's just generational. And yeah. Kind of. Yeah, they're they're making a presumption about you. Yeah. Because you're in a chair. Yeah. Right. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay. As an advocate for disability and stuff like that, what would you love to see change if you had a magic wand? Um, just people the awareness, I guess. I think that's, that's another reason why I started the pages. Just to raise awareness and just let people see a, what it's like living with a disability, but D, to see, to let people see that you can live a relatively normal life, for want of a better word. And I guess a lot of people don't even know what cerebral palsy is. Yeah, I guess the only way that I could ever describe it was it's similar to a stroke, but you're born with it, really. It's basically about brain damage. Right. It can be the mental side of the brain or the physical side of the brain or a bit of both or... Um, well, I've been affected more physically. I'm lucky that, you know, intellectually I haven't been. Yeah. And I've been able to work and I've been able to take on projects that I have. You know, as I said earlier, there's, there's a lot of people who don't have that. Absolutely. Who don't have a voice. Yeah. Yeah. And am I right that you're blessed with a really kind family? Yeah, I live in a home yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Um, um, my family are great, like, particularly to the last few ones, like, yeah. we're barely getting a break from each other. And I mean, all families are killing each other at the moment. I mean, literally killing each other and walking out on each yeah. other. And, you know, God, we need the patience of Job this year, really. <laughs> I know. But I, I, I had... Home yeah. I had someone on the phone to me yesterday and they have they have too much money. Like, they, they couldn't spend it in the rest of their lives. And they were moaning and moaning and moaning. They have no illness. And they were just moaning okay. about how they're constantly depressed for the last 12 months. And you know what? I'd love you to give them... No, I'm not going to make you call them, but I'd love someone like you to talk to them and just tell them to cop on. Like... They genuinely don't have a problem. Their only problem is that they, that they don't have one. Like they, they have too much money and they have no physical ailments and they're just depressed for the sake of being depressed as far as I can gather. And there's no excuse for that. Yeah, I guess, I mean, the last year has been so funny. I guess um, 
clients that, yeah, that mental health kind of thing keeps coming up on the radio all the time. And, you know, it's like I, I deal with struggles every day, yeah. you know. Yeah, but you have, yeah. A re- you have a reason to moan, Laura. For God's sake, like, like I mean, I'm sorry, but I, lo- I love following you on Instagram because you're... Thank you. Because you have your cranky days and you have your days <laughs> where you shout out at the world and tell everyone to cop on. But you're just so yeah. positive other times and you're so... No, you're so- I've always heard the balance that I really have. Yeah, we will see in the future how you are going to make an impact for yourself and for other people who don't yeah. have as strong a voice as you to help people with disabilities. Oh, I mean, I'm blown away at how the page is taken off. I mm. never thought when I started it last year like that it would take off the way it has. But to be fair, Laura, that's down to you because you've such, you're honest, but you're positive. Yeah. Like you're a normal person as in you get down, but you get up every day and you see pictures of you on the bike. And you've some other ape going, oh, I don't feel like going for a jog. And then when you see the effort you do to do whatever distance on the bike, you're going, come on, come on, you know, get over yourself. So, yeah. Sometimes I, sometimes I do think because I'm not good, like Instagram is so video orientated and physically I just can't manage that unless there's somebody with me. Yeah. Sometimes I think that my content isn't kind of good enough, but then you kind of see it reaction I get and you're like okay I saw a picture of you with John Connors I did a I did a short film with John um two years ago called Shawnee and Flo and I was playing a I was playing a posh bitch and he was playing a a bin man and I was giving him crap and uh it did quite well actually but he's a lovely lovely guy I saw that you met him he is I I followed um Jada McCann's story good bit um, and John did the um, the documentary yeah. of her and her dad's life. Yeah, yeah. And I was at the I was at the Virgin meeting lunch of that. Like I got tickets myself, and right. I just happened to bump into him. Right. So yeah, he's really he's a really good guy. And you also do work with um, Make Way Day. Is that about just more awareness of? That's with the Disability Federation of Ireland. Yeah. Um, they want to make way day every year just to make people more aware of like space um, and is that different is that different different to international disability persons uh, the, the, the the day in December the purple light and all that yeah make way day is more about access okay um, international disability day would be more like broad Okay, so it's for a lot of different, um, lot of different yeah. disabilities. Whereas Make Way is is probably more wheelchair orientated. Yeah. Okay. And um, DFI got onto me just in the middle of the year and asked me what I kind of oh. um be an ambassador for. So great. And um, we did it, which got a great response. And have you had any situations in life where someone just didn't make way or you you found yourself right that's an event I can't be at that's something I won't be part of because you know there's steps or there's an airplane or you always get you always get situations where like things are upstairs and you know functional rooms are upstairs and um, certain offices and work you can't get into where things might be going on and that kind of thing and access is still a major issue like which is crazy. Again, I mean, that's something. 
that should be easily fixable. Especially now, like everywhere should, should be. 20 years ago, I would have said, you know, but today it should be, it should be different. So do you do a lot of, because my mum used to do this when she um, wasn't very physically able, she would do, um, she would plan her journey in her head um, and towards the end her lungs got her, um, so she, she would be physically and breathwise short, but she'd talk through, if she was arriving at something, she would talk through how she was going to get in there, how many steps, um, the distance between the door and you know a lot of things she would she would go through stuff in her head before she'd get there I, yeah as i just say there's no spontaneity in in this really there's just not like you have to plan everything yeah you know and sometimes the planning really wears you when you get there like you're just so wrecked from planning that you just you know you're so tired that <laughs> the event is just I'm sorry for laughing, but that is so makes sense because your adrenaline, yeah. it's like, it's like you're being chased by a line to actually make it there, to, 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 yeah. to get over all the hurdles. And then you just go, hey, I'm here. Yeah, like you just, you're ready to collapse in the chair almost. Would you ever have a glass, do you ever have a glass of wine or are you not allowed? I've never drunk, I never, like, not that I can't, I could, I can, but I just never... Never talk to her. Oh, you're better I off. I tried it, just don't like it. Yeah, no, I, 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 well, I, I did too much of it when I was um, 17, 18, 19, 20. Um, <laughs> now I'm a, I'm a whore for the sugar now. Oh, I won't be. I don't know. What, um, what's, what's your vice? Yeah, Would you, co- chocolate co- or crisps? Coca-Cola is my only vice. Coca-Cola, we leave you have that. So you're not having five coffees a day? No, but I don't know which would be worse. <laughs> yeah, the co- coffees are the... Cool. Like, I don't know. Ira, do you know what? At least it's not heroin, and it's not. You're not having three bottles of vodka a day. <laughs> yeah, I do always say the red can, not yeah. the other side. Yeah, yeah. Your teeth, all right. Would um, you're, you you'd want to watch the the old coke could erode the teeth, but so can everything else. Apparently, I loved apples, and yeah. the dentist told me stop having apples. Worse. Oh yeah, mm. fake it. Fake it. Whatever gets us through. Um. So do you have any? Yes. Any other stories or hopes for the future, we'll say, during COVID, after COVID, um, stuff you'd like to advocate, visions, anything? I'd love to, um, yeah, I'd just love to keep advocating. And I'd, I'd love to maybe, I think the Instagram has given me a, a kind of a, an insight and a buzz for kind of online journalism. Yes. I've kind of start, I've started a course in that to kind of keep me going while I'm off work. So maybe in the future that could be a could be a road I go down. I do think you should have a voice in a newspaper at the moment, particularly about Yeah, I'd love to get like a, like I'm not saying I have much experience or I don't at the moment, but I'd love to get a, a break, you know, in that area. But for, forget it. Forget about experience. I'm here doing a podcast and I'm interviewing you. What experience do I have? Yeah. I decided twelve months ago I was going to do this so I wouldn't lose my mind. Well, this is it, like you know. Yeah. This is, you know, things have changed so much. Like, in, yeah. Like, who would have thought Zoom a year ago would have been such a big thing? Complete, completely. And also, I don't know how you are with typing, but I'm sure that there are people who have full physical capability who are writing their articles for the paper by voicing it into a computer and the computer types it out 
Like, oh, yeah, definitely. There's, like, I'm not a fan of those voice control and um, stuff, first they take ages to get, right. to get things out. Um, train. I'm lucky enough that my typing is fairly good. Great, great. And your fingers are very important to you then in your hands. Do you do, yeah. do, you do exercises for them every day? Um, no, my, my left hand would be my, my dominant hand. Right. Um, and then I just recently started to get the Botox into my right hand to see if we can get a bit more function into that. Okay. I've never met you, but I, I'm a fan and I really admire you. Oh, thank you. And thanks so much for all your support. I look forward to keeping in touch and thanks for being my friend. Thank you. All right. And, and say say hi to Sarah. I hope she gets her uh, her wedding. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, it's been a tough few few months now. I'm friends. She's handling really well. Era, her, I I think I saw her fella at uh, there was a picture there you posted. Um, he's fine looking, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's lovely. Yeah. Um, yeah, not bad looking. Oh, no, he's probably he's a good guy. Yeah. Oh, he, what what? Yeah. He's probably sitting next to you. <laughs> no, we're okay. I'm, I'm, married, I'm married with kids anyway. And... Uh, <laughs> okay. All right, girl. Um, Shall we, okay. we talk again? Thank you so much. Now, wouldn't that put you to shame for moaning? So, yeah, follow Instagram, Laura's Life on Wheels. So that's Laura underscore, Laura's underscore life underscore on underscore wheels under no there's not an underscore at the end so give her a follow and her blog um yeah we were having a chat after she's oh, she's hilarious like she said some people ask her so were you born in a wheelchair and she's like yeah yeah they built a ramp on the delivery table and i just rolled right out yeah um or she was in the park she put up a post there the other day um dogs aren't meant to be let loose after 11 uh, so she was out at her you know appropriate time yeah dogs jumping around her chair off their leads barking at her biting at her yeah so she's uh, she's not afraid to speak her mind um, yeah I think you're going to hear a lot from Laura Leeson so watch this space and okay next week we are going to do um, I don't know dance your hole off or board off your hole we'll see we'll see um, so if you enjoyed today's episode please tell your friends and um, yeah give Laura a follow on Instagram Laura's Life on Wheels because it's going to be worth it she's uh, she's a lot to say okay thank you Hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.